Hi, I'm Michael Cashew. And I'm Adi Cashew, and you're listening to The WAG Podcast. This podcast is about health, wellness, and personal development. Each episode is a short conversation between Adi and I on a single topic with actionable steps. We cover everything from food, mindset, fitness, and relationships. We started WAG because of the way health and fitness changed our lives, so we hope to share a tool or two that helps you along your way. Hey, before we get the show started, we have a quick message for you. Adi and I are doing something brand new called the five-day art of coaching challenge. So if you are wanting to become a nutrition coach or you just want to fast track your progress as a nutrition coach, this is for you. This will help you overcome imposter syndrome. It will help you build skills to enroll and build trust with your clients, and it will help you build confidence in your abilities really, really quickly. Yeah, if you're the kind of coach who just has a bit of fear and something stops you from taking action to actually start coaching people, like you're nervous about if you're not getting people results or making mistakes, or maybe you need feel like you need a bunch more certifications before you need to get to actually start coaching people, this challenge is for you. Because by the end of the five days, you are going to be able to push those fears aside and actually get out there. It starts on January 7th, and you can go to workingagainstgravity.com forward slash art of coaching to sign up. Here's how it works. For five days, you're going to get an email from us with some homework, and then Adi and I are hosting a live webinar at the end of the day that we're going to go over this and give you some some time to really practice these new skills that you're learning. And if you don't have time to make the webinar, then we're going to email you a recording of it. Yeah. And it's going to be really interactive calls. There's going to be opportunities to practice and hone in your art of coaching, which you're going to be learning on in that process. Uh, And we're going to be there to help you and support you and be more hands-on with you. The specific topics that we're covering are one, lacking confidence and overcoming imposter syndrome, two, getting commitment versus motivation with your clients, three, how to help clients build a habit, four, how to build trust with your clients, and five, how to manage your own emotions as a coach. In general, why we're going over the art of coaching is that so many people focus solely on the science and there's so much free information out there. If information alone were all that we needed to be healthy and be fit, then there would be no obesity in the world. And so obviously it's not a knowledge or an information problem. It's the how we get communi- uh, how we communicate with people and how we get that information across, how we communicate with them in a way that actually gets them to stick to the program that is the art of coaching. And that is what we're honing in this challenge. The art of helping you build trust with your clients so that they can actually follow your advice, that they trust you enough and you've built enough rapport that they know that you're, they can count on you and they know that you're going to be leading them in the right direction. We want to help you be able to communicate in a variety of ways to be able to meet your clients where they are at instead of just, you know, hitting your head against a wall, saying the same thing over and over again. Um, And there are, these are just a couple of the ways that we're going to be helping you in the art of coaching. So we would love for you to join us in this five-day challenge. Go to workingagainstgravity.com forward slash art of coaching, and it starts on January 7th. Yeah, let's get on that new year energy. Hello. Today, we're talking about the best teacher in the world, and that is you. 
Mm-hmm. That feels very corny to say. And that's exactly <laughs> what we're talking about. We're talking about how to build more trust in yourself, in your own intuition about different problems and challenges you're encountering, and how to treat yourself as your own guru and to unlock this deep inner wisdom that we believe is in each and every one of us. Mm-hmm. It's also a way to experience less resistance in life. You, If you can tap into this inner teacher and this inner wisdom, there's something that happens in the world where, where all of a sudden things just start working out and start happening. Because when we don't have this trust with ourselves or this, you know, knowing that we have the answers within us and and just being confident in that, for me, this is my own personal experience is I can have anxiety over am I making the right choices or I can try too hard or I can just feel a little bit paralyzed with what to do next or not, not feel content with where I am. Mm-hmm content is my year for 20 word for the year for 2021 and i i think it's actually the holy grail the reason that we think this is so important is because this is the absolute best way to build your own self-esteem your own trust that you can cope with anything that life throws your way this is also a way out of being too easily swayed by the opinions of others and i'll tell you how why that's been so important for me this year. You'll also find more peace of mind and you will be able to tap into this really rich and kind of bottomless pit of inner wisdom for things that you're going through. It'll also help you avoid just going with the flow of what everyone else around you thinks. Kind of another way of saying the being swayed by others. We're, I think we're seeing this at play right now more than ever since we've been alive where it's possible that no one really knows what's going on in terms of current events there are there are just brilliant people that are on both sides of every major issue right now and it's really hard to make sense of what's going on and what i think is happening is many of us are looking to other people to tell us how to think and to tell us what to believe. And and at times, this can give us a, a feeling of safety. And this is a very precarious position to put ourselves in because it doesn't allow us to think for ourselves. And if someone that we're looking at is kind of destabilized, if they're freaking out, then it's very likely that we're also going to freak out. By tapping into our own wisdom and, and thinking for ourselves, we become unperturbable. And it doesn't mean don't collect information or to consume information or to listen to other people. It's I feel like it's quite the opposite. It is listening and consuming with one finger on your your own reaction or your how it's landing for you or what feels right for you kind of like uh we were talking this morning i don't remember what you were reading this morning but how the gut is the second brain and tapping into like how does that feel in your gut when we all have these gut reactions which because the the gut does have a way to like think on its own is why we have those feelings there and this can help you 
consume that information while also keeping a thumb on, you know, how does that land for you? And it, does it feel like it's right for you instead of just that person's really smart, therefore I must believe what they say is true. Mm -hmm. One of the, I guess, sources of, uh, of this belief for us is from our mentors, Annie and Eben, who teach coaches that all of their clients already have the answers that they seek within themselves. And as a coach, our job is not to give people wise advice. It's to help people come to their own solutions, um, to become their own inner gurus. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons that this is so powerful is that when we come up with our own solutions, we have so much more ownership over, over the challenge. If someone just is telling us what to do, you know, we might shake our head. Yeah, that's like, that's great advice. But if we didn't come up with it, we may not feel like we're really choosing what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you're just following what other people tell you to do, then it could lead to a lot of frustration. If you're not getting results, there is this mentality that it can understandably be easily adopted that I'm a victim. Like I'm a victim. I did everything you told me to do. I am relieving myself of any responsibility, which, which we think is I'm making that person wrong. But the only person who really suffers in that situation is yourself mm -hmm. because you're the one who's the victim. And I think a piece of you could be winning, but your highest self is losing. Mm -hmm. And you, being the victim doesn't help you grow and it doesn't help you achieve the results that you're looking for. And instead, personal responsibility is where it's at. Mm -hmm. And this tapping into that and taking ownership is going to help you get results. Mm -hmm. You can listen to the wisdom of others and then be like, yeah, I'm going to follow that instead mm -hmm. of I'm just blindly following whatever advice you give me. I feel like I've made mistakes in relation to this for years. The first is in my own personal development. I've, I think I've sought answers outside of myself too much in terms of looking to other teachers or mentors to help me solve different problems. And at times when I couldn't access them or I couldn't get a hold of them, I, I, I might feel stuck. I might feel like I don't have the resources and I, can't, I just can't figure it out. And what I've learned is that by trying my best to trust my own intuition and just assuming that I can figure it out, by, by trusting myself for long enough or by, by trying to trust myself for long enough, I've proven to myself that I can be trusted. Mm -hmm. I've also done this with very much with current events and like, you know, basic news. I've watched, I've listened to podcasts and watched thought leaders in different places, you know, sometimes on the left, sometimes on the right. And one thing that Adi pointed out to me when, I don't know, sometime, sometime in the past year, we've gone through obviously quite a bit of turbulence and uncertainty in the country. Um, she pointed out that I would just kind of flip flop my beliefs rather quickly. And she pointed out that it was probably because I was just listening to these different news outlets and kind of wholeheartedly believing them without really 
thinking for myself. And I think ever since that challenge, uh, that was a bit of an aha moment for me. And I've tried my best to, (laughs) she loves that. I've tried my best to A, be a little more skeptical of what anyone else thinks, especially if anyone says they know exactly what's going on about a certain topic right now. I'm extremely skeptical. I'm when usually someone skeptical is not when anyone says they know exactly what's going on about pretty much anything. Yeah. <laughs> like this is the way, the right. right way. This is how it is. Just things just aren't always in flux. So I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that's not true sometimes. I'm just skeptical. Even our, our you know, most sound scientific findings are absolutely true until we find other, we have other scientific findings that disprove them mm-hmm. or that expand upon them. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm trying to be a little more skeptical and I'm trying to rely on my own logic and not my feelings to determine what I think is true. And it's given me so much more peace of mind rather than just looking, yeah, rather than just blindly listening to what other people say and and kind of adopting their emotions about a, a certain situation, I'm able to remain much more grounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really easy to get swept away when something you consume information and it makes you feel some way. Um, it's easy to get swept away. I remember being in, uh, I think I was in college and I don't know if it was like this in the States, but there was like this social justice movement I don't remember exactly what it was, but I think it ended up being a scam. But it was, I don't remember. It was like some political movement. That's a conspiracy theory. Some political movement was happening overseas and it was like someone was doing wrong. And I remember calling my mom being like, we need to donate money now. We need to send, we need to send thousands of dollars and buy all the t-shirts. And I knew, honestly, I didn't even know anything about what it was. I just felt the emotions with it and I got, completely swept away and I look back and I'm slightly embarrassed at myself, but I definitely can get swept away. But let's talk about how to. So we're talking about all the reasons why this is good for you and why it would have a positive impact in your life. How do I tap into that inner teacher? In general, it's just spending time with yourself alone and really spending time with what you really think and believe, like growing a relationship, building a relationship with your own inner thoughts um, and yourself. So, first and foremost, one of the one of the things that's had a bi- the the biggest impact on us is spending time in solitude, and specifically with no outside inputs. So, no podcasts, no books, just spending time alone. Sometimes in nature, yeah, just spending some significant time alone. Which I know there's definitely a feeling that can come with that of fear. You might be listening and thinking, damn, spending time alone is boring and I'm so afraid of that boredom or the empty space. And it's just a skill that kind of takes practice. I hate being alone. Well, I hated being alone. And now I've reached a place where sometimes I crave it. I've just some silence and some peace. And that's when I get a lot of my best ideas. Some other great ways are one to write. Writing allows us to externalize our thoughts and just see more clearly how we're really thinking. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And when we see something that might be like a thinking error, we can spot that and challenge ourselves. Yeah, writing is really like, think about it. Nobody even has to read it. Just writing, whether it's journaling or free form or you pick a topic. So for instance, Michael and I are going through a conflict, let's say, and I write about the conflict and I just start writing. I'm mad at Michael for this, 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 and this, and this. And the, the experience of then of writing it and writing the words on the paper has your brain thinking about the conflict differently. And you start hashing it out a little bit differently. You might realize, notice, oh wait, actually maybe I might've triggered him to react that way. Or maybe I could have done something a little bit different. Or yeah, he he can be better in this way. Mm. And then reading your own thoughts back to yourself is a completely different experience that can have you looking at it or seeing it from a different perspective. Whereas when it's just in your own thoughts and it's not out there on paper, it can, it's hard to, it's hard to get that perspective. Mm -hmm. Another one is spend time with wise people. One reason that this works is they're able to challenge your thoughts and beliefs right? If you share what you're thinking about a certain situation, they can challenge you and help you see a different perspective. Also, it allows you to see how other wise people think and believe. And this may seem a little contrary to what we were talking about earlier. We're not saying just blindly adopt their thoughts and beliefs, but just see how they are thinking and use what works for you and let go of the rest. And there's something too that it can build is you listen to the the thoughts and experiences and the way these people are thinking and pay attention to what it makes you feel. So if someone says something and it triggers something and you're like, ooh, that doesn't feel right, then it can then have you thinking, okay, what about that doesn't feel right? And then can like lead to more and more discovery for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just about, okay, I'm going to learn from that person and adopt what, uh, take their beliefs as my own. Um, you might, but it also can just have you paying attention to how that makes you feel and then getting beliefs from there. I also think that it's important to listen to people that have challenging perspectives. So just somebody that you feel like you have this belief that is true and you listen to somebody that has a completely opposing belief to you and see if maybe there is something in there. Mm-hmm. And just to challenge yourself a little bit, I one of the biggest lessons of this past year is to accept people because we have lots of friends that just have completely different views on things than we do. And just accepting and loving them and not just only being around people that think the exact same way as us. And it's helped us Um, sharpen our own tools. Mm -hmm. If you really commit yourself to becoming your own guru and thinking for yourself, I think you can expect to feel so much more inner peace. You will probably become a rock for people around you if you aren't already. People will come to you for advice. You'll just be someone that people can count on to be really centered and well thought of, and you can encourage them to do the same for themselves. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us. Stay in touch by signing up for our newsletter at workingagainstgravity.com or on Instagram at workingagainstgravity. 
And don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and refer a friend. We'll be back next week with another episode. Talk to you then.